0: This is the Ogilvy Podcast. I'm Chris Saletti. Michael Desalvo is the VP of Healthcare at Ogilvy, New York. And last year, he and his partner, Ben King, took home the Young Lions Award here in Cannes in the PR category. Michael joined me for a chat about his Young Lions journey, what it's like for young people in the industry today, and more. Here's me and Michael Desalvo. Hope you enjoyed You were a Young Lion competitor
1: last year. I was and, indeed, And a winner. I was. I would, when you say it, it sounds so nice <laughs> when other people say it. So um, you've had a year
0: now to reflect on that whole experience and what it did for your career and your life.
1: Yeah. So it, take us through it's last not year. Not a lot. So last year, myself and my partner Ben King um, won the Young PR Lions. Both in the U.S. and then here, which was crazy. It was something that we never ever thought would possibly happen. But the the thing that was so surprising to is, I I think in some way I did the competition because of like my ego or like confidence or like I wanted something on LinkedIn to like boost my career. Like it was entirely self motivated. Right. When I did it, but then coming here and even winning the U.S. competition, you realize that it was. A, a lot less about myself as, like, making it, and more about seeing how much further I have to go. Like, there is so much that I still have to learn, and it was more humbling than it was ego-inflating, which was something I never expected. Yeah, well... I thought it was, like, the title bout, and I was, like, going to walk up the champion. I right. Instead, it was, <laughs> like, right. you, got a, you got a job in the ring. Right. <laughs>
0: <There's>, <laughs> so... What was the actual sort of competition like? Like take us through how it works and uh, what that experience is. So it was way
1: more intense than my day job. So there was the US competition and then worldwide. So US, you have to go in and you have two weeks to write a presentation. For PR, it was to write a presentation for an advocacy organization that delivered mobility equipment to children who had disabilities. So we sat down and first finding out about the competition, I had never Really known about the Canyon Lions. I was fortunate enough that I worked. Uh, I work at Ogilvy, and the former CEO of Ogilvy PR sat on the board of the PR council that sponsored the competition. And they sent out an all-agency email about the competition, and it was one of those hundreds of emails that we get that like goes into the pile. And I had ignored it for a little bit, and they said the one that was like deadlines approaching. And I had known Ben just over drinks. I do have a rule that if you get along with someone while you drink, you can get along with them while you work. And I think that it's like reverse engineering teamwork. So I shot him a note that said, hey, I know we've never worked together, but it'd be cool if we did this. And he said, yeah, sounds great. Here's the catch. I'm in Africa next week at a client. And I said, okay, here's the catch. I'm in Jacksonville, Florida the week after that, which is like the Africa of the panhandle. (laughs) And So we met up once, and we kind of brainstormed our ideas, and then we both flew to different parts of the country, and we hung out over the phone, and then we came back for like a three hour session, and the trick was we got a really killer designer to design it. It's I'm all sizzle, he's all steak, so like we came together, (laughs) and I think there was 80 something teams in the US, so they narrowed it down to five teams from across the country, and they quote unquote flew them to New York, which for us was like eight blocks. They right. paid for I don't I don't think they paid for the taxi, but it was okay. <laughs> and this was the most intense part because, as you can tell from the story, I'm very long winded. Okay. You have ten minutes to present ten slides, which, for a PR pitch, is like tragic. Yeah. So like we rehearsed it and like rehearsed my jokes. And, and <laughs> We went in, and like the audience didn't react. They weren't supposed to react. So I can imagine what a comedian bombing feels like because that's what it felt like. We were fortunate enough that they picked us, it was great. And we were like, this is it, we win. If we go to Cannes, it's all for the experience. Just happy to be there. Wipe our hands. Right. And then going to Cannes, it's even more intense because now you have countries from all around the world, people who are the best and the brightest of their country, and then they sit you in a room for 24 hours give you a brief, last year's brief was on the UN. And then you literally have from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. to come up with an idea, build out 10 slides, build out, um, answer some questions, a written editorial, and then build out like a case image. And then the next morning you present anywhere between nine and 11. But now the catch is you have five minutes to do 10 slides, which is crazy. And then you go in, they ask you some questions, and I think the thing that won it for us was that we were so ingrained in it, and we took a real approach. We were like, you know what, we're not memorizing, we're not rehearsing this, we're just knowing it and being ourselves. Right. went in, I made my one joke, because I can't <laughs> get through it without it, and then we were shocked when they announced us as the winners later that afternoon, because it, the way that we were seeing it, we spoke to a few other teams, and they announced the bronze, they announced the silver, who we thought were better than us. Like they told us their ideas, right. so it'd be like at the Oscars last year, yeah. if like you saw that like Leo and the Revenant got second, you'd be like, "This is us, we got this." <laughs> Leo didn't get it, right? And then they announced it. And it was just from that on, it was crazy. You felt, I felt like I grew twenty years in three seconds. Yeah, so
0: you know, sort of take us through then. Um, you touched on it a little bit, but like, really, how has your career changed since since last year, since Ooh. winning this, Ooh. and and your life yeah. as well, just in
1: general? The life as well. I got engaged. Have to say that. Oh, hey, There's, perfect. Just because I finally felt like an adult, which is a real <laughs> thing, and you, I don't know if it was a confidence thing or if it was just recognition from others. I grew up at OV, First job out of college, been here for eight years, and then when I won the online competition, I came back and people were. were uh, treating me with a, a lot of respect, which was great, a respect that I felt I didn't d- deserve. But then, also, I had confidence to then say to my clients, like, things that I may not have said previously, because I could push on because I had a little bit more credibility. Sure. I'm not saying that third-party credibility means everything but it's like getting an A on a test like you feel like you know something right. because someone has told you yeah. you know it it gives you more confidence Yeah, and then you know you project that
0: confidence out I think that makes a difference
1: and now I think I have too much confidence <laughs> There's, I'm wearing a short sleeve button down right now <laughs> with clasps on the edge that's like that's an excess of well, confidence. You're in Cannes, So you I'm have wearing American flag socks in are. France. That's, you are. Oh, that
0: yeah, that's that's overconfident. That's some confidence for you. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you would have worn those if you didn't win yes. Young Lions last year. I don't think <laughs> so. And then
1: that's also fun. from a career path perspective, Ovi was was really great, as I'm sure that most agencies would be in immediately rewarding us with new positions. Ben went on to WPP, our parent company, in a really great role. And then I went on to become a, a vice president in healthcare. So they elevated us to senior positions. They treated us like we were warriors returning from battle. They literally put our faces on a cake. Like literally painted our faces in frosting. <laughs> and then if you've never had your face in frosting, no one forgets your face once they've eaten it. Like no one no one can ever forget my name because they literally know what my face tastes like. <laughs> so <laughs> it just was crazy, and that recognition that people now know us and say hello to us. Um, and Ogilvy always has an access, and we have an open floor plan so you see and know everyone, but you could see someone and not necessarily know them on a personal level. And now we have that, and it's right more of the fan. We're like the older cousins now at Thanksgiving, right? We used to be cool, and now we're like, ah, oh, cousin Michael, he's crazy. But, um
0: you know, you, you touched on uh, the fact that, that young lines helped in in terms of, um, you know, the credibility and almost being sort of taken more seriously in mm-hmm. a sense. Um, but you know, as 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 we know that there's a lot of young talent out there, okay. and um, you know, and and they all don't have the the chance or the 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 you know sort of luck involved to to compete in something like yeah. young lines and win it, and so. You know what kind of advice do you have for younger people in our industry who um, are either just getting started in their careers or who are looking to to, to advance? I mean, what are what is something they can do to sort of to you know, short of of winning young lions? Like, what can they do to to, to get taken more seriously or to you know to to try to uh, gain some, I
1: guess, credibility? Yeah, but there is no better time to be in marketing as a young person than there is right now because for the past decade, marketing has been freaking out about how to market to young people. And now we have the market segment there. So because of that, there's an influx of new ideas and new opinions, and that is the greatest benefit that we have, is just a new perspective. The thing that made my career more than anything, it was very simple. When I started at Olavi, I was the only person that knew how to connect a laptop to the TV in the conference room.
0: and Valuable <laughs> so like, skills like that. Like something that every <laughs> that young
1: sense. person knows how to do, because we know what an HDMI cord is, right. and when I started in 2009, no one knew how to do it. So they would, the CEO would come over and be like, oh, I don't know how to connect a the laptop. They're like, oh, go get Michael, he's a tech whiz. <laughs> and I would come in the room, and I would connect the laptop, and I'd spend five minutes talking and getting FaceTime, yeah. and it was, the inside being I had a knowledge that other people in the company didn't have. And when you're young, you have a unique perspective that other people in the company don't have. So my piece of advice is don't be afraid to throw out ideas. The worst case, the worst thing that could happen if you throw out an idea is they don't use it. That's right. very simple. But the best case is that they do use it. I just saw That they're they're honoring Droga this year, and he won his first line at nineteen. And you have to think, like at nineteen, I literally was watching Boy Meets World in my parents' basement, (laughs) like just waiting for the next movie to come on TBS. Like I had seen Shawshank Redemption fifty times. Yeah, that was my only accolade. (laughs) Right, but that came from a confidence of just saying I have a good idea. I'm creative, and he could throw it out. Some of the best ideas that we've ever had. That I some of the best campaigns I've ever had. Came from stupid ideas <laughs> that I did a campaign that explored the world of smoking and dating. How people, as incentives, how people quit smoking, and it started from this joke that we had made, where I said, "Oh, we should just do the Great American Makeout and have people kiss, and then people will know it's not enjoyable to kiss a smoker." Right, and that turned into like an award-winning <laughs> campaign, yeah. which was great. Yeah, and it was all because I. I don't want to call it bravery because that's obnoxious, but it's just you have the thought to just say something in a meeting, before, yeah, and it can turn into something huge,
0: right? So that's what sort of uh, young people can do to try and to try and break in, but or to, to advance in their career. But you know, what, is there anything you think the sort of the industry at large can do to to, to better nurture young
1: talent or give or to provide the opportunities for yeah. young people? Uh, truly embrace young people and not in a facetious way, right. not, in, not in the way of we should do this because other people are doing it, or not in a way of their opinions are valid but not as valid. Truly allow them a seat at the table and they'll surprise you. I truly believe that yeah. because it is not that we're at a point where young people have skill sets that are just less developed versions of an older generation. There's genuinely a whole new skill set that is brought up, which is how the tech industry has come up, which is how even innovative digital design has come up because the the term digital natives, again, obnoxious, but it's like anyone that had AOL 9.0 or later like are the people who who are now entering the industry so that, like I learned Photoshop to make funny images of my friends and like put their heads on other people's bodies. Right. It was stupid, but it was an education, and I'd have to pay. Yep. For a course. Right. And now I, I have that experience that other people would have had to yeah. learn. Right. And it's the difference between being a someone who learns how to speak a second language and someone who grows up speaking. That's where the, the term digital native comes from. Oh. I just clicked. <laughs> I get it. They're native it speakers is. of the digital That's language. That's it. It's in it's, even it's inherited all. We grew up on we grew up in it. There, we even grew up like with marketing. Like the idea of interacting with a brand yeah. kinda of invented it because before that like when I was a kid, the closest I came is I bought a book from the book for your, all your favorite athlete's addresses. And you like <laughs> you wrote letters to them. <laughs> I remember I was interacting with and Steve Young yes. sent me a photo. Did he a signed photo? Wow. But now, like when I have a bad time at the airport, the first thing I do is call MX Travel. The second thing I do is tweet at the airline, right. expecting a response. Yeah, that's just an instinct. Yes. Whereas other people, who may be older, may come from a different background or perspective, may not think that way. Sure. Yeah.
0: So yeah, and it, I think in the past it was it was um, all the, the media was a lot more passive. Yeah. You know, it was it was we were, you know you watch on TV and you just. You have commercials and ads coming to you, but that's a that's a sort of passive experience, and now it's
1: it's very interactive, as you, as you said. And then for young people, I think our education system, colleges, have such advanced communication programs now. Communication programs used to be about how to mix and edit video using like a two-tape setup. And now there's so much about ad theory, and there's so much theoretical knowledge that you learn that almost gets wasted when you start in the, the marketing world. Because colleges are great at teaching you the theory. Internships are great at teaching you the experience and the practical ability. And then when you get into your career, you know, eight, ten years down the road, those two converge. So we have this theoretical background that has taken other people a really long time to learn didn't have the benefit of such well-developed communications programs and colleges. Yeah. That's a great point. Um, so let's just...
0: Quickly shift gears to, to finish up a bit. Um, today is, is Thursday at Cannes, so we're, you know, we're getting actually into the home stretch, amazingly, somehow. Uh, it's flown by for those of us on the ground here, I think. Um, what are your sort of, you know, takeaways of, so far? main major themes, um, whether compared to last year or not, just, you know, what are, what's sort of standing out to you?
1: The thing that's so interesting this year about Cannes is how agencies are handling Cannes. So, CAN started out as a meetup of agencies, that we were coming, it was our own cool club, it was our extracurricular activity, and then over the years, it's changed, and then clients started coming, and brands started coming, and then a a few years ago, last year was my first year, and it was very evident that it was less about agencies marketing themselves, and more about companies and services marketing two agencies, and it's flipped, and it's very interesting, but because of that, it's really shown me that a good idea and good creative can come from anywhere, anyone. When you see who's winning the awards, when you see who's taking things home, there are ideas that have altruism in them, that have real impact, that can actually change things, that can actually raise awareness, that can actually make one person take an action to achieve a goal. And that's really cool and really inspiring. It's very weird to say, like, oh, what we do is so important and it's self-serving. Okay. But you believe it and I, I do believe it after coming here because you see all the good that's actually been done right. and that even though marketing itself is inherently designed to market something, you can raise it a level. You know, Movies are made to entertain, but you could raise it to something that's a bit more profound. Sure. The same thing goes with with marketing. Yeah, we've heard a
0: lot about that this week. I think one of the main takeaways for me is going to multiple panels every day. Is I've I've heard a lot about purpose, purpose, yeah. um, you know, and um, it's an interesting point I think for it because it almost seems to me. I mean, this is my first year at Can but I've followed from afar mm-hmm. the past few years, and you know, you can kind of see how uh, uh, a, a theme or a topic. Become moves into the stage of then becoming a buzzword, yeah. which then it's kind of so r- renders it, so unfortunately, which renders it meaningless. And I am just hoping that purpose doesn't get there next, like by next true. year, that it's 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 like just everybody is just saying purpose, 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 that it it becomes meaningless. Purpose uh, is the
1: authenticity of twenty seventeen. That's, yes. the, it doesn't, <laughs> that's like the tagline for Ken I think this year it kind of freaks you out because yeah. it makes you think like what's my individual purpose like I actually think that our brands our companies that we work for have more developed like visions and purposes and, like brand statements that I do as a person like if someone asked me what my purpose was it would take a whole I lot of soul searching yeah same They'd, here so I'm, I feel like I'm a vision away from being like a social media guru on Twitter. But it's, <laughs> it makes you think as yeah. to how deep you have to get. Right. Yeah.
0: All right. Um, well, thanks so much for joining me. Thank, thank you so much for having me. That's, yeah. that's
1: can in a minute.
0: That's canon. <laughs> that's canon 19 minutes. Canon 19 minutes. All right. That's, thanks. Thank you. This has been an Ogilvy production. Our sound engineer is Ken Meyer, and our music and special effects are produced by Alan
1: Hotchkiss.